0: Spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state, this is the Gatos and Chad Show.
1: Happy, 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 happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, man. In four minutes, is the new owner of the Suns in hot water like the old owner of the Suns was? Stay tuned for that. First, uh, we had a representative of the Arizona House get booted today. That doesn't happen no. very often. And
2: somebody on the right. You know, we just saw somebody from the House of uh, Representatives get kicked Tennessee? out in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this time, the majority booted one of their own. Yeah, so it's happened before. Uh, wise man Steve Sinsmeister, who's
1: the pervert that got booted out of the House uh, all those years ago? Well, we booted David Stringer yes. and I think Don Shooter. Don I, one Shooter. One of them didn't get booted. They quit. But I can't remember who it was. Okay. Those are the two names that come to to mind. You know, uh, David Stringer is the alleged uh, pedophile, a best friend of Tom Horn. He runs our schools. Don Shooter was a guy that would hit on a lot of different women. And, you know, so these two are gone. And it happened many years ago. And it, it was chaos. But there's an Arizona house... Uh, uh, representative, something named uh, uh Liz Harris. Now, I don't know who she is. I just hear she's one of these conspiracy theorists that got voted in. And you know me, Chat. I don't like election deniers. I don't no. like conspiracy theorists. But apparently, what she did was she smeared multiple public officials... And she accused them of accepting bribes from drug cartels in Mexico. She blamed uh, her own people in her own party. She blamed our governor. She blamed our
2: uh, secretary of state. She blamed everybody, and then some. She had a essentially a hearing where she didn't tell anybody what was going to go on, and they got up there and they blasted everybody in there. It was some kind of ethics committee thing, right? Yeah. Okay. And she
1: invited a speaker and this speaker gets up there and just talks a whole bunch of conspiracy stuff. And so here's my thought. Did Arizona Republicans finally draw a line in the sand when it comes to conspiracy theories today? Because they did boot one of their own. Now, they're going to get a Republican back. And that's the way it should be. If you vote in a Republican and that Republican turns crazy, okay, you can boot them. You will get a Republican back. And that's the way I think it should be. Just as if a Democrat did it, you get a Democrat back. There's no other election and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So they Maricopa vote on County three, board
2: and then they'll yeah. they'll narrow it down and go from there. Yeah. So I guess
1: this is a good thing. But, you know, it was fine until some of the people on the right got blasted after the meeting. So during the meeting, this lady gets up there and spews her garbage. And the Democrats are like, that, this is insane. This isn't true. And the Republicans didn't say very much until afterwards when they got blamed for doing the same thing. Yeah. So it's like, do I really want to give Arizona Republicans and most of them, you know, on the in the House, if they're MAGA, do I want to give them some credit? Not really. Well, they
2: really didn't vote. It was the rest of the Republicans, because there is other regular Republicans in there. Some that said, yeah, this person needs to go. Right. You need to go. You are bad. First of all, one of them goes, who, who invited you? Who invited you here? Why are you here, this person that we don't know, who is tearing into us as if, uh, you know, and she didn't really say, but she kind of intimated it was this person. It was just, it's a bad situation. Uh, But but why
1: her and not, let's say, Wendy Rogers, who's on the Arizona Senate?
2: Because I think it's the way she went about doing it. Like a surprise meeting. It It happened. Well, still, I mean, they didn't follow the the, you know, they didn't follow the decorum as they'd like to follow. You broke decorum. That's what they said last week. You you came in and you broke the House rules. But it's about what was
1: said. And what was said was insane. But Wendy Rogers has said, well, white nationalists are they're the biggest patriots in America. Not the case. Remember when she said, hey, instead of MLK Day, let's go with Robert E. Lee Day. I mean, it's 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 insanity like that. Uh, so it's okay for Wendy Rogers because she's but apparently she's a big not, name, brings in a she's lot of not, money.
2: If you go and tweet something, it's not. And they, then they censure a couple times. Well, she's probably censured a lot of times. But you, you go and look. It's they like everything else. You came into their house and made a mistake. You tweeting something is, isn't the same as the what this person did. Plus, there was other stuff the way that she handled business behind, uh, you know, closed doors. Uh,
1: here's it, here's my hope. The three people that will get, who is it, Liz Harris' job? Yeah. I just, I want a regular Republican in there. Got no problem with regular Republicans. If you're far-right MAGA conspiracy theorists, election deniers, I don't want you anywhere near Arizona. I just don't. So I hope they send three Republicans to the Maricopa County Board that, you know, are not in line with a Wendy Rogers or a Liz Harris. So, we did get somebody booted from the the legislature today. It doesn't happen every day. No. no. All right. As promised, let's talk about the Suns. What's the deal here? This just happened.
2: Brand new owner. Uh, In hot water? I'm going to say this. I've read this article. Is he in hot water? I don't think he's in hot water. All right. You know, his company uh, that he's had for quite a while uh, is a company that is, he built it up. It's called United Wholesale Mortgage. Over time, they've had 20,000 people work for them. There's accusations of, well, it was uh, racial disparity, sexual harassment, bullying by managers. And none of it points to him. Okay. It is like, you know, it's not. but, But. 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 Who's the boss? Well, that is. But here's the thing: if I've got seventh out, like some of the stuff is like somebody was out at Top Golf and they did cocaine. Okay. Well, how is he
1: supposed to know that? Yeah, it's really amazing. Uh, it's almost like there's this investigation going on with every owner of every sports franchise because it started with Sarver and Sarver sarver you know what he did with the n-word what he said about the that uh how he treated some people uh women uh you know I'm, i know i'm being vague but let's not relitigate the whole story yeah. we only got four hours here but he was forced to sell the team and i was like yeah that's probably a good idea but it, i think it all comes down to if you're the boss even though they have what seven thousand people you said yeah
2: at one time they had twenty thousand. Okay. they just had even, to cut a bunch of people all right well and
1: We were talking about Michael Bidwell yesterday and, you know, some some uh, uh, former VP of player personnel and then another COO said he had this guy's terrible to work for. But as a CEO of a big company, you know, how do you how do you make sure this alleged behavior doesn't happen? Because if you're the boss, aren't isn't it your fault at the end?
2: Well, you. Well, I mean, you could talk about. You know, it's like uh, when they always talk about college, right? Like you can't keep track of all your players, but they, you know, institutional, institutional. Did you lose the part of the institution? Were you, you know, were you not paying attention to right. it? Because uh, when something what bad was happen- brought up to you, that's the other thing. Yeah. If, if you didn't bring something to me, I'm not a mind reader. That, that's a great point. Yeah, because
1: if you did bring it, let's say that people brought this to Ishbia and said, "Hey, listen, this is the alleged behavior that's going on." We've got some racist stuff going on. We've got some people pushing some people around. We've got bullying. We've got sexually inappropriate comments. And if Ishbi was told
2: of that and looked the
1: other way, then you have a story. Then you have a story. But this is a Bloomberg story.
2: Um, and if you have seven thousand people working there, yeah uh, you know twenty thousand since it began, so forty years ago, but if you he just laid off some it's gone from like nine thousand like sixty five hundred yeah if, if, you're going to have people that say and do stupid things, and if, before it gets to the CEO it should get to several managers in HR
1: yeah no doubt. No doubt. So let's be very clear here. This is a story that's out of uh, Front Office Sports. Bloomberg has also done yeah. some stuff on this. And it is is—it's um, basically saying that the new Sun's owner, his company, reportedly, again, this hasn't been proven, but reportedly allowed racist, sexual, sexu- sexist behavior. It's not saying Matt Ishbia did any of that. He hasn't been accused of anything. Well, this, I mean, some, some of, of the stuff. people yeah. under him have been accused of this. And we don't know if it's
2: true or false yet. I'm reading some of the stuff, and it reminds me of a place I used to work. It, uh, definitely, a fr- it's a high-energy, make-a-lot-of-money, uh, young guys who are probably driving Ferraris and stuff like that. Like a big sales team? Yeah, okay. kind of like one of those things. You got yeah. a lot of that. There was a lot of cocaine issues <laughs> that they are reading about. Uh, but, you know, they talked about parties hosted by executives at their home and at casinos, restaurants, hotels in the Detroit area.
1: I don't see anything wrong well,
2: here, Well, when you're doing a sales team, man, yeah. you, you do that. When when you're, when you're in sales, you go to parties, you Especially go to games. like
1: this. You schmooze people, yeah. I
2: don't know about the cocaine,
1: but, you know.
2: Man, I worked at a, I worked for a couple like brokers before I had my own brokerage, and I will tell you what, woo, It's crazy. Those guys... Party. It's like a different level. They would come to work the next day wearing the... Because we go out, we're like, all right, guys, we did X amount of dollars. We're going to Morton's, and they'd spend like 30 grand on Morton's for dinner. Right. The next day, everybody shows up at work. They're in their same clothes. They've been home for like a day and a half. So
1: the allegations are similar yeah. to Robert Sarver, but the difference is Robert Sarver was involved in That's those exactly allegations, it. where right now, the son's new owner, Matt Ishbia, yeah. hasn't been brought up on anything. No,
2: this is all saying managers, 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 and executives... Uh, you know, people that were running uh, things like bel- well below his pay grade. Yeah. All right. Uh, subscribe to
1: the Gatos and Chad Show podcast uh, right now. It is brought to you by Carol Royce. Your home sold guaranteed realty. Go to carolsthebuyers.com. carolsthebuyers.com. Start packing. Uh, coming up next, let's see. We've got inflation. It's down to 5%. It's pretty good. It, it is. But why is money still flying out of your wallet? We're going to talk about it next. Gatos and Chad Show.
2: Uh, inflation nation, inflation cooling a little bit. Uh, and again, when we talk about inflation, remember the numbers we're looking at are always stuff that aren't volatile. It's always stuff that's, that, that isn't the, the, the things that we look at like gas, right? I had to put gas and it was almost five bucks a day way out where I was. I mean, it is that stuff that you feel every day is going to cause inflation to be higher, but the core inflation is at 5% down, uh, cooling off a bit. Okay. But you and I, gotta, I both know, like, rent, is, and... and, and this, that's the stuff we live on every
1: day. Th- this economy is like being on a seesaw. Yeah. You know, the last couple of days we talked about, let's see, cracks in the economy, a recession coming, higher interest rates. So today we get some decent news that, okay, if you look at last July, about a year ago, inflation was at 9.2%, and it was higher here in Arizona, by the way, last July. So... It goes from nine point two last year to we're at five percent nationwide. I gotta look up the Arizona numbers, just add a couple of digits. Yeah, to that. usually
2: probably about seven and a half percent I would assume. say.
1: And that's way too high. But um, you know, this is a positive step. How did that happen? How did we get there? How did inflation all, all of a sudden one year it's at nine and then a year later we're at five? Interest rates probably
2: have a little bit to do with it. Okay. Um,
1: so that means the Fed and their pro- and their and their their project of getting this inflation down is working.
2: People are slowing down in their spending because they can't get money. That's the other side of it. That okay. was the big one because you've got uh, banks that aren't loaning money like they used to, which slows down a lot of different things, including expansion of business. That's always a big deal. And the Fed came out today and said, yes, expect a recession hmm. uh, later on this year. And they blamed the banks for it. And I thought, uh, two banks failing shouldn't have been a recession. Uh, but, you know, I think there was a lot that goes into this. And I think we've been waiting for it. But what kind of recession does it look like? Because... You know, we'll talk to our buddy Caleb Silver a little bit later from ABC News and Investitopia, But I think that it's, again, it's an odd situation because when I look at, I always look at everything across the board. I've I can not not look at oil and gas and what my what it prices for the you know the commodities we use every day and your home and your electricity and food. They they strip all those out when they look at the the inflation rate. I can't not because that's what I need. Yeah. You need
1: uh, food, you need shelter, Yes, you need food, and you need gasoline for your car. I mean, that's those are the three things, right? Uh, if you want to look at housing, Phoenix housing market slowed to a crawl. The average Phoenix area home on the market, it's on the market for 80 days now. Yeah. Remember when it was on the market for a day? Yeah. Now it's 80 days. So, yeah, we've got inflation that's creeped down a bit, all right? Food costs... I remember reading it, it, it. The food costs increased to nine point five percent in the last year.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, we had we had we had a lot of issues with like eggs. That well, was a big one, right? Oh, right, and then it right. Was, it, it, grain is still you know certain grains are still high. So well, that's because of Ukraine. Yeah. So there's there's still some of those things that's out where there. We get all the grain. but that's why they take those things out. Well, the, we can't really look at those things because you know uh, the volatility in those things. Well, yeah, but that's like saying, well, you can't count that. Uh, but I have to spend for that.
1: Yeah. All right. So inflation dropped a bit. That's good news. But gas prices are up. So how good is it? I don't know. Uh, what if you left social media for good right now? Amen. What if you were gone? You don't know what anybody's doing. You are. It's back to the old days where you'd have to get either a text or a phone call about, oh, I had a great trip in so and so instead of going on social media and seeing that Becky Lynn went to Hawaii again. There's a really interesting. Yes, she does. <laughs> there's an interesting article about uh, uh, it, And I think it was in The Washington Post how what is like if you were to leave social media would you be a happier human being here's the problem we've had it for so long i think if you were to get rid of it now you've got the fear of missing out but on the other hand you've got less noise i don't have to see that person who i'm a perimeter friend with have to you know whine and complain about trump and biden and that, and that, and getting that out of my life is a good thing.
2: If you're young and you've only ever known social media, probably tough. You're like us. I lived in a world without social media. I'll be fine.
0: But you know what? What's I'm still a
1: Facebooker. You yeah. know,
0: and
2: you do it the right way. But go I ahead.
0: enjoy, especially when people write things. I mean, you know, they they'll write about what they did today or some mm. insight they had or share something. People that I lost touch with. Yeah, I really am happy that I've gotten back in touch with them. Hmm. And honestly, if it's somebody that starts doing something political that's very annoying, snooze.
2: That's yeah. I've snooze snooze them a lot of people. I'm going back to MySpace. <laughs> I might be the only one there, but you know what? I'm going to have fun. Friendster, here I come.
1: I wonder if a lot of people are like my wife. She really likes Instagram because it gives her a creative outlet. Uh-huh. So she'll take whatever, something that happened on Saturday. Whatever we were doing, and she will put it into Instagram, and she'll have a song with it. And she, she's, you know, she's a great writer, so she likes to write some sort of she a, a caption. Is a great writer, and, and it, it, it's one of, it's like a, a creative outlet for her. Yeah. Here's the problem: the opposite of that is a troll. Yes. The yes. opposite of that is someone who loves social media, but they like it because they want to. They want to twist the knife in your back, and they want to be a pest. Uh, and but Becky Lynn you're right you could mute them you
2: could unfriend you, them and all that can you can always just have an account where you don't really post anything if you want to keep up with some of your friends and yeah, say,
0: I special account. That annoys me. I don't like people who I know are looking at my stuff and they never contribute. Interesting. No. I don't. It no. really bugs me. You, you unfriend them? No, but I know they're there. Some you put them in the a the corner? Some of them are my
1: relatives. Yeah. And,
0: and Those are funny. the people
1: you need to unfriend.
0: <laughs> They'll text me separately. Oh, I saw
2: this on Facebook, but they never post it. I've anything. blocked
1: plenty of relatives and it's been fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I don't think relatives should really be on your Facebook anyway.
2: Yeah. I, 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 you know what? I even tweeted and I just because it's just you could go on there and say hi and then somebody's mm. going to come back with <laughs> you. But with
0: Facebook, at least you
2: get to pick the people. You, you know what I mean? Well, if you yeah.
0: don't do public, if you do only do friends, you, you don't have to take anybody that wants to be your friend if you don't really know them. Yeah. But on Twitter and Instagram, people show up and you go, well, who's that?
1: Yeah. Uh, if you left social media for good, would you be happier? Let's go right. Experts are trying to understand like the mental health impact of what would happen.
2: Tom and I might be the only people <laughs> on my space, but we're going to have fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, coming up next, should Phoenix bust the homeless out of Arizona? It's a Gatos and Chad show. What used to be one of America's most beautiful and livable cities is being slowly destroyed by epidemic levels of crime, drug abuse, homelessness, and mental illness. One
2: local is called Portland, an open-air insane asylum. That is absolutely true. Yeah. And I was talking to somebody from there yesterday, and they said to me, you want to know why they will never fix the homeless problem here? They spent $300 million last year. Recording this stuff on tons of stuff. It is a big job maker for them. What they want to do is contain it. The problem is... Portland wants to contain they it? They want to contain it okay. like we want to put like have a zone. They had a zone. All right. There was too many people in the zone, and it spread out. And... Their one of their big coffee shops announced today we're closing. We can't keep our doors open. Our citizens aren't safe. Our patrons aren't safe. Our employees aren't safe. We're sick and tired of being robbed. This it, it is getting so bad in there. And then on the other side of it, it's, it's always about suburbia, right? Eventually it gets to suburbia. Beautiful homes, million dollar homes in Portland. In Portland, uh-huh. guess what's going on? People are going on the riverbanks and they're building their own homeless camp. And right there, yeah. So you're no longer looking at the river. You're looking at they're putting up tents, Gatos, with nobody in them so people could come and have a shelter.
1: So th- that's different than what I thought you were saying. Portland is putting tents up and yes. allowing the homeless to grab one of those tents and live in a in a suburb mm-hmm. see that's I'd like when you bring this stuff up because yes it's in Portland, but how soon are we going to get to that here in Phoenix?
2: Portland never thought
1: it was going to be like no, this, you know no they, they never like, did no it's like you said there they didn't have a tent uh they didn't have a a a uh, a zone well, they did, but then it got block after block after block after block so you know, a lot of people point to Phoenix and say, okay, look at that, you know, three, four block, you know, radius where uh, the homeless are. Okay, fine. Well, I'm not anywhere near that. Why should I care? Oh, you should care. Because I'll tell you this. I think, and we get this all the time. People are sending us messages. Gatos, Chad. I I am seeing uh, people who are homeless in all different parts of the valley where yes. I never saw them before. Where I never saw them before we were i'll I'll just say this about uh, three or four days ago we were out shooting a video and we decided you know let's go to we'll go to a you know a pretty cool part of the town and uh it's uh, kind of a suburb and and we'll go into like the neighborhood and it's got the the mountains and all this kind of stuff. I saw two homeless people and i'm like that i've I've never seen that in this part of town yeah. And so I think I think you make a good point. You can look at San Francisco. You can look at Portland and you can say, well, that'll never happen here. If we
2: don't do something that it will absolutely happen here, we will 100 percent. And not only what I talked about is so many of the people that are coming to Portland because they decriminalized uh, uh, having possession. Guess what? They're being sent there. They're getting out of jail across the the western parts of the state. They're states, being sent there. And they're handing there. a bus pass and say, right. have fun in Portland. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's,
2: that, it is, but that that's what can happen. So
1: can Phoenix say, you know, oh, they'll do this under the table, they won't say anything, they'll say, you know what, uh, let's go down to the zone, here's some bus tickets, uh, where enjoy, do you want to go?
2: Enjoy California.
1: Enjoy California. Yeah. You'll get
2: a phone, you'll get a tablet, you'll get Netflix on it, all the drugs you want, nobody's going to care about anything you do there, you've got nothing to worry about. Uh... L- <laughs> This is live quitting now on TikTok. That's what people are doing. And it's so funny. I'm reading this article about uh, people are leaving their jobs in droves and they're quitting mid-shift at places like McDonald's. And I remember there was somebody who live tweeted, was it last year, them quitting in, in like a... Uh, on the loudspeaker while they live stream themselves on TikTok tock at, at like walmart and you this is what the millennials are doing now so younger generation is now taking different tack. live quitting now that's the new thing live quitting okay
1: well all millennials are not doing
2: that no okay
1: so the certain part of millennials that are doing this if they're leaving like that all right how are you going to get a job again because if your employer is smart they will check your TikTok. They will check your Instagram. They will do all of that. I'll never forget when our daughter was graduating one of the business schools at the U of A. Yeah. One of the classes she took, day number one, the professor gets up there and he goes, uh, you have three days. Scrub your social media. Uh, and uh, I'm going to go through everybody's social media. And basically, it's pass or fail. It's it, you, you get an F if I see something that is even a little bit uh, off, off, you know, off the radar, and so our daughter had to really go and make sure. Hey, did I have a drink in my hand there? Yeah was was I in a picture with someone else who dressed inappropriately? You know, something like that. So, you know, it's really very easy to find out who you're going to deal with in terms of you know who you're going to hire if you're quitting mid shift at McDonald's. But you want to make a stink out of it, right? And you're doing it on TikTok. And I'm your next employer. You have sent me a resume. I'm not hiring you. No, no, I'm not hire. I'm never going to hire you. If you want to, if you want your 15 minutes of fame, good. You ain't going to make money in my company. No,
2: and that's it. And the other thing is, you're doing these kind of things. My my thought is, you're going to be not only a headache. Are you just coming here so you can make another scene? Mm. right uh you know it, it and maybe it's this sad. is your deal maybe, maybe this, this is, is what you,
1: you're the person on tiktok that likes to quit in the middle of a shift and make a big deal of it <sighs>
2: my goodness me
1: uh, did you imagine no. if somebody quit on us in the middle of the of the i couldn't uh, imagine no it really would hurt the show don't you think i think it would but then we got <laughs> steve <laughs> <laughs> hey the phoenix suns are back in the playoffs so they everybody's all dressed up out there i don't know why it's sunday we're going to give you the chance to score the hottest ticket in town. Suns playoff tickets. Just text TICKET to four one one nine two three. You register. You listen for your name during the 7 a.m., 11 a.m., and 4 p.m. hours. And uh, when does it start, wise man? Is this today? Today? Yeah. Okay. Maybe you shouldn't say tomorrow in the little thing I'm reading. I'm just throwing it out there. It's starting today, today. Chad. It's starting today. Your chance to qualify. Game one, Suns, Clippers. Uh, text ticket to four one one nine two three. So I guess in the four o'clock hour, we're gonna call a name. That's gonna be that's gonna be fantastic. And the winner is all right. Coming up next, uh, the uh, the new owner of the Phoenix Suns is he already in hot water? Stick around. You know, we got major sports teams here. We got uh, the NHL. Yeah. The NBA. Got your Major League Baseball. Uh, And we got the NBA. Did I say that already? The NFL. Okay. So when you look at the owners of our sports franchises, it seems like over the past many years, they make a lot of headlines. Robert Sarver from the Suns made huge headlines. Saying, you know, saying the N-word, treating people with, uh, it's a sexist culture over there. He had to, he had to sell the team. Uh, we've got the Diamondbacks, Ken Kendrick. He's always involved in these far right wing. He's giving money to people who are running and, okay, Michael Bidwell. Well, we talked about that yesterday. Two people have come out, and I don't really buy this, but two people come out and say, oh, it's just terrible working for that guy. Oh, you poor two babies. Okay. I mean, I worked
2: there for several years, yeah. but it was awful.
1: Um Not really much from the Coyotes. But my point is, uh, I don't know why controversy is once again surrounding owners of sports franchises. So uh, today we get one on Phoenix Suns owner Matt Ishbia. Now let's put this into perspective. He is not, not, I repeat, being uh, accused of of anything here. It's it's, It's his company. So what is it? A United Wholesale Mortgage. Yeah. Okay. So, and by the way, how do you not like Ishby? He went out and got Kevin Durant. I mean, he's one of the most popular guys right now. But what was the culture like at United Wholesale Mortgage? Well, we've got a Bloomberg report. Uh it's talking about uh that there was a racist, sexist culture. All right. Was Ishby a part of it? Did he know about it? We don't know. Yeah. We don't we don't know any of that yeah. part. Has he been accused by
2: anyone? No no and they 've said in the article that none of this was from Ish- ishbia 's mouth, none of this happened on with, with him around. Uh, but it was the the culture, and they're trying to, I think, imply that he fostered this culture. Hmm. Uh, and I can tell you the kind of culture it is. It's a bunch of young men who are highly driven who want to make a lot of money. Why only men in, in with mortgage? Why would it just be men? Well, I mean, there's women there, but it, okay. it's a, it's one of those things where you you've think this got, is an all boys club. It, uh, probably somewhat. Sales is a lot like that, though. You know, in in a high you know press kind of thing like that, where you know, I mean, it, it's it's a- push, 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 kind of like you've seen movies, Wolf of Wall Street, things like that. It's that kind of pressure in some of these places.
1: So managers uh, allegedly berated their subordinates, made sexual comments. Um, Managers treated black workers differently from white workers. Uh, We had sales personnel make sexually inappropriate comments. All right, so here's the deal. What did Matt Matt Ishbia have to do with it? Did he have anything to do with it? Did he not know anything was going on?
2: Bit, did it ever rise up to him?
1: And did it happen? I mean, that's the other thing. You know, we've got we've to take this with a, a bit of a grain of salt. This is one report. Um, we're getting it from Bloomberg. Where else are we getting it from? It's uh, where's that? And you
2: know they've done their due diligence. The NBA has done their due diligence. They could not have a situation mm. crop up again after what they just went through with Sarver. Front office sports is also yeah.
1: saying this. Yeah, that's another great point. You know that Ishbia was certainly investigated uh, by the NBA well before he bought the Suns. Yeah. And my you know, my thinking would be he, he probably wouldn't have been allowed to buy the Suns if this kind of behavior was going on, but I don't know. It's different from Robert Sarver because Robert Sarver was involved in the yeah. behavior. Was Ishbia involved in the behavior? That that hasn't been that hasn't been proven yet. No.
2: No, Uh, water. Get ready for water wars. Are you guys ready for this in Arizona? Yep, we're going to have to fight California and a few of the other states around us to try to get water because we're we're potentially we could face some serious issues. So Arizona, right? It's all Colorado River. Yeah, Uh, California, Nevada, New Mexico, Utah, uh, Colorado, and Wyoming. They everybody eats eat their needs to cut two million acre feet of water. Right. So that's an acre foot is about as much water as three households use in a year, give or take. Uh, or else the feds are going to come in, and if they can't come to an agreement, they're going to do it themselves. And th- we look like we could be in a serious position here where we're going to pay a mega price. California will get a ton of that water because they have farming, they're going to say. they got 40 million people. Uh, well, yeah, I think th- that's a valid point. That is a valid they're point, but if it was them, they'd take it all. Of course, yeah. You know. yeah. And by are the way, have- California also has all of these aqueducts that nobody can touch and all this water because they got a little fish that nobody can wants to die off my god you idiots
1: oh gosh so are, are we gonna have to ration water in Arizona
2: I don't think so but it could become more expensive you know, everything's
1: more expensive. I think
2: it's time that we take California on, Nevada. How do you take them on? What do you do? We're gonna have to invade them. Take all their water. Oh, Everybody grab a bucket. That's not gonna we happen. get over there. We're not
1: invading California.
2: Well, I'm telling you, this is the best thing that we can do. They're water terrorists. You knew it.
1: <laughs> all right, coming up next, inflation is down to five percent. So why is money still just flying out of your wallet? We'll explain. Coming up, Dados Chat Show.